Welcome to the Small Bowler Podcast. My name is Trevor Ruddick, and as always, I'm joined by a man who buys all of the chocolate in every store the day after Valentine's Day. He's getting all the sales. Brandon Siegel. I want to point out this includes Halloween and Easter, too, because when that candy goes on sale— Okay, hold on. Minor trivia question for the uh, card. Well, let's first, you know, I'm going to introduce, of course, the uh, the uh, the most amazing person in Bowling Green, Ohio. The uh, well, what other words have we used? The tycoon. Can, the, that's the new one today. Tycoon. Tycoon. Our, our wonderful producer, Max Marco. Max, how are you doing today? Good. All right. So, I think I would have preferred princess. Princess. We princess. we talked about for those who didn't or, get that. Or queen. We talked about. We were trying to think of new words and uh, <laughs> Trevor. Went on thesaurus.com and uh, looked up mogul, and one of them was princess. Which I want to point out, that is not a synonym of, of mogul. Princess. I guess technically it is, because they're an inheritance of great wealth. Well, is a mogul an inheritance of great wealth? I it thought a mogul be. was like, eh, I guess you're right. Yeah, okay. It might <laughs> point be taken. Like it's a, a stretch. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. Yes, I was going to yes. say that. It might be a little bit of a stretch, but there is some similarity, I guess. Okay, so my trivia question, what is the best themed chocolate? This has nothing to do with the episode I thought of this three seconds ago. Best between theme. Valentine's Day, Halloween, and Easter. Okay? Oh. So you mean you get, like... So like Reese's has like heart-shaped candies and pumpkin-shaped candies and... Well, they all taste shapes. the same. Oh, that is so wrong. That is not correct. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, they all taste the same. There is the one same. that is distinctively better. I mean like Valentine's I, Day... I, would, I mean I would maybe go with Easter. Easter is the one that I would go with too. Those eggs? Oh... Oh yeah, yeah. Actually, they yes. taste different. But I, don't I they? agree. I think I that's agree. the only one that no. has the hearts taste so so much different from the pumpkin. You know the little heart ones, like the the size of like a nickel, not a nickel. Excuse me, a quarter. Reese's? Yes. I don't. I don't. I hate Reese's. I don't eat Reese's. What? <laughs> Wait. Hold on. Let's, Trevor. Take everything off the podcast ballot. We're going to discuss about how Max doesn't like Reese's for the next five hours. You don't like Reese's? No. That is, the greatest I, candy of all time. No, no, no. It's Twix. Twix is great. I'm not saying Twix isn't great. We're on the fact that you do not like Reese's. You're telling me if I gave you a Reese's, you're like, eh, I no. probably wouldn't eat it. Oh, my God. <laughs> you must be mm. the best to go trick-or-treating with. Then, cause yeah, because I take all, all the candy. good candies. No, yeah. you, take, you can't possibly think Reese's are bad and say that you take all the good candies. Well, it's just peanut. Like, I'm not a big fan of, like, peanut butter. The chocolate and peanut butter infusion is the greatest it's mixture It's not infusion. The They're together. It's infused. <laughs> it's, it's, pe- it's, you know, crappy peanut butter stuffed inside <laughs> chocolate. Hot it's, take. It's not that good. That is, that take is You burning. know which ones are the worst, too, are like the little, the tiny cups that just like. Oh, my God. Those are terrible. Max. Oh, wow. I hate those. Okay. You know what? We have an episode to do, so. <laughs> This will now be talked about in every single episode from here on out. So if you don't want to hear fair about, enough, me talking about Reese's, Trevor, we, we, I'm pretty sure we have an episode planned, right? Yeah, we do. All right, why don't you give us the rundown for today? All right, so this is a really long intro. Yes. Yeah, we're on episode 43 today. That's crazy. 43. That's crazy. And to start off episode 43, we're going to talk about Sharif O'Neal, who is transferring to LSU. I bet he likes Reese's. Probably. Uh, Adam Silver also probably sure likes his dad Reese's. Does. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Adam Silver <laughs> announces that uh, the All-Star Game MVP will now be the Kobe Bryant uh, MVP award. And then uh, we're going to talk about the Houston Astros in their apologies or maybe lack thereof. Then we will get into small talk trivia, randomly ranked uh, Trevor's Corner. Um, hey, that's you. Yeah. I, <laughs> I usually don't talk about myself in third person. but Because well, this is the first time that. we've like yeah. officially um, said it like on the ballot. 
yeah. You can just say my corner from now on. My corner. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of weird, too. I don't know. We'll have to figure that out. And then uh, main topics, uh, NBA. We're definitely going to talk about the dunk contest. There was some controversy there. And then uh, some college basketball stuff to yep. finish it out. Yeah. It'll be a, a fun episode um, from the people who do like Reese's. <laughs> I'm never going to stop talking yeah. about this. <laughs> All right. Let's start today's episode off. Uh, Sharif O'Neal, who uh, is, of course, Shaquille O'Neal's son, um, was playing at UCLA. He got a uh, heart condition of some sort and had to have some surgery. Um and last month he announced he was transferring. He like didn't really play. He only played in 13 games. It says here he averaged 2.2 points, almost three rebounds in about 10 minutes. Um, and he is now transferring to LSU, um, where his father went to school. So okay, I know he was like a really high recruit, not like really really high, but he was top hundred. I think he was like 35, 40. Yeah, so in that ballpark. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So is this a big deal to you? Like, I don't know. I, I'm not saying that it's not good to add a player like this, but is this a big deal to you? Um, like, do you now see LSU as a big threat for next year? Or I don't even know if he can play now. Can he play now? I I don't know. I think he... I'm, I'm not sure what the ruling is going to be on that. But I do know that... I think it's a big deal simply because Shaq played there. And he's playing at the same college that his father did. Now, he's been, obviously, with some of the issues, um, I think that has hurt his um, kind of... Like, he, he hasn't really played as well. He hasn't really had a lot of standout games. He hasn't necessarily been the player that a lot of people expected him to be so far. Um, so I don't know if he's going to make them, like, a lot better. Like, I don't think he's going to start on the LSU team. You know, I he, agree. He just hasn't, you know, showed a lot in those 13 games at UCLA, who's not a good team. I mean, UCLA is one of the worst teams in Pac-12. You know, they're bad. So, you know, I, I don't know. I think just simply because his father played there, and I think, he, you know, this is kind of maybe his last uh, chance to see if he can pursue a career professionally. Um, and I wish the best for him. You know, it's it's kind of unfortunate what's happened to Sharif. And I really hope he can, you know, make a comeback and hopefully, you know, become that player that we that a lot of people thought he could be. Yeah, I actually don't think this is that big of a deal. Um, I don't think Sharif is going to be kind of the player we thought he would be coming out. This, I think what he had happened to him, that's just a lot going on. Um, and I, I think to start, he wasn't supposed to be, like, this amazing generational talent. Like, I know him and Bulbul were really good friends, and right. Bulbul didn't even pan out. Um, and they played, like, together everywhere, and Bulbul outshined him, yeah. like, everywhere they played. Yeah. Like, I know they played AAU together, and I'm pretty sure they played—I could be wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure they played in high school together, at least for a little bit. I know Bulbul played somewhere else this senior year, but I'm pretty sure they played together for at least a little bit. I could be wrong, but I know they played AAU together, and I know he was just overshined by Bulbul, and Bulbul has not been nearly as good as we thought he'd be. I mean, right. he's in the NBA. He got drafted in the second round, but, I mean, we thought he'd be, like, a top-10 pick at a point in time. So, in my opinion, I actually don't think this is that big of a deal— um, I also think LSU is kind of the place where like a lot of stars, like high school stars, kind of go to die. Like you look at a lot of players that they have there, and they're just so overshined by other players in the SEC and other conferences and other teams. Like I, I you think about like Javante Smart. Like, I mean, he was supposed to be amazing. <laughs> like he was, he was these huge recruit. Um, we have uh, Tremont Waters. I don't know one of them is Tremont Waters in the NBA. Yeah, Tremont yeah. Waters in the NBA. But he wasn't. Mm. He was supposed to be so much better. Like I mean, he was a five star recruit at a point in time. Mm. You look at like uh, Mays, their guy that they have now, the five star, um, and he hasn't played as well. So I, in my opinion, I just don't like even Nas Reed. Nas yeah, Reed was supposed to play so much better. That's than yeah, he ended up the one doing. I was going to point out. So I think that it's going to be interesting to see how he does. They're not that he can't excel. Like I mean, you look at like when Ben Simmons is there and Ben Simmons did well, but the team sucked. Right. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. But uh, moving forward um, to a little bit of an NBA topic here. Adam Silver decided to rename the All-Star Game MVP um, after Kobe Bryant. 
Um, I don't know about you. I think we can probably universally say this was a great move. You know, I'm happy that they came out and did this really quick. Um, and it's definitely, you know, something I think that most of us would have at least tried to do, you know, name something after Kobe. So, I mean, I, what, are your, what are your thoughts here about this? Yeah, I mean, I just think it's a great gesture. gesture, And it's another, I mean, Adam Sandler. Or, Sandler? Adam Sandler. The, he's also great. But what I was going to say is Adam <laughs> Silver. Adam Silver is has been an amazing commissioner just throughout his whole time. He's done an yep. amazing job. And just like time after time, he's, he's making the best moves. And I, I think, again, I mean, this is a great gesture uh to to rename it i mean i personally think that kobe bryant should be the new logo but and some other people have said that you know whether that happens or not i, I don't know but i think this was definitely a great move on his, uh, the nba's part yeah um that was a perfect integration of adam sandler there he's just like yeah adam yeah. sandler oh just, my bad he is I, great too i guess i was just you know thinking about adam sandler yeah know. maybe you're thinking about greatness i mean great yeah, actor greatness great, great. Just overall human um but yeah no i i agree with you i i'm, I'm very happy with what they did i also think adam silver is a pretty good uh commissioner you know obviously no one's gonna top david stern you know rest in peace david stern he was such an amazing commissioner you you think so he, i don't know i um, mean i mean david stern he, he did so he much for the league. Yeah. he mean, did yeah. so much for the league. absolutely when he took i mean like the amount of money that the nba is making now compared to what they made 30 years ago is yeah. just insane like it's crazy how different it is so i don't know. i i think no one's gonna ever top uh, Stern as a commissioner, but Adam Silver is a great commissioner. I, I'd say he's probably the best out of all the major sports because I mean, Goodell yeah. obviously sucks. Yeah, he's the best. And I don't right even now. know who the oh, is it? It's uh, I don't even know who the MLB's <laughs> manager is. It's like I forget who. I just saw his name. Baseball. I think they have they have an, they have a I press conference about our next topic, which this is a perfect integration. We're just going to the next topic. Yeah. Um, the Astros. Are you talking about Rob Manfred? Rob Manfred. Yes. Yes. Thank you. I couldn't think of the. I literally just saw his name too. And I was like trying to think of, I was like, what is his name? Because yeah. he's having a conference today at 4.30 mm-hmm. about this topic, the Houston Astros and their cheating scandal. Um, so I wanted to talk about this. I, we actually put this on the, the, the schedule a little bit late. Uh, Jim Crane, which I, he's the Astros owner, made an interesting public statement, um, kind of apologizing. But I was talking to Trevor about this before. There's kind of three aspects of an apology. Okay, Saying I'm sorry is not an apology. Saying I'm sorry explaining what you did wrong and saying, you know, I'm sorry for that specifically. And then the third part is explaining what you're going to do to never do that again or to do be better. That's an apology. That's a full apology. Now, Jim Crane decided to do none of those things <laughs> in his apology. It's actually kind of crazy. He was even asked, like, about, you know, if what they did was cheating. And he, he basically just said that they broke the rules. He didn't say that they cheated. And then he also talked about how um, he didn't – he said it didn't – directly impact the game they're sign stealing um and then like a reporter asked him wouldn't you say that is and he kind of like danced around the the whole thing so basically well, he, he basically took back he said he said he didn't think it impacted the game at all and then like the reporter egged him on and she did a great job i, and I don't then know who literally the reporter like is, 50 but, seconds later he was like i never said it didn't impact yeah, the yeah, game. yeah it was he, hilarious yeah, the, the progression like in his mind it was a complete like just a complete like rainbow yeah. of, of emotions i mean he literally went from didn't impact the game, too. I never said that, too. You know, it, it has the possibility to impact the game. It was such a ridiculous apology. And the same thing with the players. And I think I was telling Trevor this, too, beforehand. We're going to criticize no matter what they do. And it's always not going to be 100%. Because it's it's very hard, I think, just for as us as humans in general to apologize in this nature. Um, and I think they're always going to be criticized. But they took, like, a total of, like, a minute combined uh alex bregman and jose altuve to apologize one minute to apologize about this huge thing they did that impacted a lot of different things in baseball like i don't know i it seems to me very lackluster and just not you know a good 
they could have done better. And definitely Jim Crane could have. He, he's terrible. He could have done way better. Trevor, what are your thoughts? I, I showed you the video beforehand. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, Jim Crane's supposed, supposed apology was just hilariously bad. It was. I mean, it was... You could tell he was trying to, he was lying, and then he was just doing a bad job at lying. And yeah, he didn't seem genuine at all. Yeah, no, definitely not. And no one believed him and because he was, of it. He, he couldn't even do a good job of lying. He was like kind of like, it's like almost like stuttering. It just, it just wasn't good in any sense. Um, and yeah, I mean, people are mad about it. Cody Bellinger, you know, he, he wasn't uh, happy with the apologies, and it seems like no one is, and rightfully so. I mean, they just did a horrible job. Um, and, um, another team who and this oh yeah is, yeah this is interesting yeah, talk about so, this so I Manchester see it's on your C- Manchester City, um, a a club in England a soccer club in England or a football club to them. Um, hey, we don't know who's listening. All right. Yeah, we don't know who's okay, listening. Occasionally we get club, one or two club, downloads in England. Whatever you want to call it, um, but they were banned from the Champions League for two years for their uh, cheating. Um, so there's a lot of people that are saying this is. That's a good punishment. How come the MLB couldn't do the same thing here? Maybe something similar, and saying that the MLB just their punishment was very weak. So yeah, I I think it's interesting, and I I could be wrong with the statement I'm about to say next. I think soccer is a little bit different. There's a lot of different clubs in a lot of different leagues. I think one MLB team is worth a lot more in grand scheme of like playing the actual game. Yeah, and because that's not the, I mean that's the big thing that soccer clubs compete for is the Champions League, but. That's not the biggest thing they can comp- like. I mean, that's not the only thing they compete for. They can yeah. they can still compete True. for a Premier League title. True, um, their, their league they could still compete um, for an FA Cup. They can still compete for other things. So I think you take like an MLB team out of that. What, there's they're not playing at that point. There's nothing they're playing for. It's different than like college basketball is like, oh, you can't play in March Madness. They can still go to other tournaments. Like if they go undefeated, they'll still go to the NIT and they'll at least still play for something. They're playing for like a, a conference championship. In the MLB, there's one thing you're playing for. Right. That's it. There's nothing else. So I think it is slightly different. Um, so, I, again, the Astros should be punished much more than what they are at, like, right now. And I'm pretty sure uh, – what's what's the only big – Manford? Yeah. Rob Manfred. Yeah, yeah. Manford, um, I'm pretty sure he has a conference today at 430 um, that I saw literally right before we went on here. Um, and I, I think he will kind of address this more and hopefully, you know, kind of – I mean, yeah, one, one interesting thing to think about, too, is just how – Every single team is going to react during yes. the season. When Actually, they play yeah. the Astros. I wanted to mention that too. There's some people who are like very fearful that like the Astros players are going to be like targeted. Yeah. Like they're going to be they're going to well, be hit by a yeah. lot of pitches and stuff. And I, I think would imagine they will I think be. that's a valid. Yeah. I mean, it's sad, but I think that's a kind of a valid point. Like, I mean, think about like if you're the Dodgers or the Yankees. I mean, the team. That, yeah. Like, think about like if you were in a contract year and winning the championship, how much more money you would have gotten? Like, if you're some big player on one of those clubs on I don't know specifically who was in a contract year in those years but like imagine if like this is your life like this is yeah. your job and I know like it means a lot I mean like one w- there's one player I don't remember who it was but there's one player who's literally suing the Astros because he basically they basically ended his career because of the whole yeah. s- sign stealing allegations and whatnot so I, I think it's interesting kind of how the MLB treats this situation um especially since I mean we don't talk about the MLB a lot here. Trevor and I are not big baseball fans. Um, I mean, I, I think we both have a baseball team we like, but we're both not big baseball fans, um, especially since baseball just in general is dying um, as a sport, which is sad to say, but, I mean, just it's it's kind of a, a rougher sport. So it's going to be interesting to see how the MLB handles this situation, which we will talk about it, and we'll probably talk about it next week. Um, but let, let's move forward to small talk trivia. Um, and uh, what, what's our score here, Trevor? I think 19. I'm winning. No, no, no. I'm winning 51 to 3. You're definitely not winning. No. I'm I'm leading now 19 to 14. Of course. 
So, Max, I'm going to leave it up to you as always because, I mean, you're like the greatest person ever. So, <laughs> who would you – What Are oh, we going to say it at the same time? Like – He'll kind of like he can count us off. No, no, no. he's gonna How do whatever you? he decides to do. He gets to pick who gets to go first. So if he wants to do a little competition, that's I, fine. I'm, oh. I'm gonna, oh, okay. I'm gonna, I'm literally gonna flip a coin. Okay. Oh, okay. So you guys can. Are you gonna ask Siri to flip a coin? Yes. Just, all right. So put it, put the speak up so they hear. So you, you can call it Trevor if you want. Okay. Tails. Okay. Siri, flip a coin. Tails. Oh, tails never. Fails. Hey, tails never fails. Oh, right, you have the option. Do you want to go first? Or do you want to? <laughs> Answer the question first or ask the question first? Um, I'm a big proponent of deferring in football, so right. you can go first. Okay, so here's my question. It's about the NCAA. Um, so, obviously, you have to you can't go to the – or not NCAA, NCAA and NBA, I should say. You can't go to the NBA right away. you got to wait a year, so a lot of players have to go to college, as you know. Something we talk about. Um, so, out of the start of the year, what non-Blue Blood team had the most players from their college in the NBA? So, there's six Blue Bloods, Okay. We have North Carolina, Duke, Kansas, Indiana, UCLA, and who am I forgetting? Kentucky. Kentucky, UNC, Duke, UCLA, Indiana, Kansas. So what non-Blue Blood team has the most players from their college in the in NBA, NBA at the start of the season? Now, saying that, there's two correct answers. If you get – I, I hate two doing this, answers. but if you get them both, I will give you two points. Oh, there's two yeah. that have the, a tied yeah. like, for the most amount? Yes. Out of a now player. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little twist today, okay? If you get them both, you get two points. If you get one of them, you get one. If you get zero, you're gonna get minus one. No, no, no. We're okay, not, not. <laughs> I'm trying to get the lead a little All closer. Right. No, no, no. Yeah. All so, right, so I'm just gonna write down the teams. We got Kentucky, Duke, Kansas, North Carolina, and then we got what you say, UCLA Indiana. and Indiana. The UCLA original six Indiana. blue bloods. Obviously, there's some you could argue that are like like Villanova. You can argue yeah. use a blue blood, but that's not the original six. Yeah, this is subjective. So besides but those, this is what we're saying. What team? Besides those six. Yeah, there's two teams that you have the possibility to get. So if you do get them, I will give you. Okay. I will right. give both. Uh, I will give two points for for both correct answers. If you can. But you only need to answer college. one. All right. So Texas definitely has a decent amount. Um... Oklahoma has definitely some stars. I don't know if they have like a ton, but they definitely have some stars. Trey Young, Buddy Heald, Blake Griffin. Uh, Florida has a decent amount. Bradley Beal. Um, I'm well, Joakim Noah. I don't know if he's active, but like they they have a decent amount. Al Horford. Active players. So like Florida, Texas, Oklahoma. Those are all decent options. Should Max? Um, should I make it where if he doesn't, if he guesses two of them and gets one wrong, should he get zero points? What do you think? If if he guesses he two but only gets one right, mm-hmm. then I get one point. That's, yeah, what, that's yeah. what you just said. I'm asking the judge. Oh yeah, he <laughs> should be. He should get one point if he if he gets one okay. right. Then he okay. should get one. point. All right, go ahead, Trevor. Continue. All right. Um, it's a tough one. What other teams could be possible answers to this? So Michigan has at least a few, you know, they have some. Yeah. Um, obviously, obviously they they have a lot. I mean, it's it's Michigan. Come on now. Virginia, but only lately has Virginia really kind of gotten into this thing. So I'm I'm definitely thinking like Florida. I feel like is probably one of them. So are you submitting that as an answer? Florida is my first answer. Okay, Florida is locked in. And then remember that, Max. Don't forget Florida. And then 
Hmm. I'll go with Texas. Florida and Texas. Right, final those, answers? Those are my final answers. All right, what do you think? Do you think he got lucky? I think he got one of them right. Which one do you think he got right? I, I want to say Florida. All right, what do you think is the other one? Honestly, I have no idea. I'll give you a point. You'll, you'll be on the scoreboard. You can get the other one. I'm not going to get it. So the number one team with the most is Kentucky. They have 28. Right. That makes sense. The number two is Duke with 24. However, Duke, I think, has the most active players. I think it said or something like that. North Carolina has 14 at third. Fourth is UCLA with 13. Now, the next one is tied with 11. Kansas has 11. And then the other two are not Blue Bloods. The correct answers are Texas, so you got one right, and Arizona. Oh, Arizona, that's another one. Yes. That's another one. And then Michigan is in the next place with 10. The reason I looked this up is because I was like thinking that I'm like, Michigan has a lot of players in the NBA, and I can name probably at least like seven or eight of them that are in the NBA today. Um, And it's all within like the last like five years, they've had like seven or eight players go to the NBA. And I was thinking, I was like, why don't more players come to Michigan? Do they actually get a lot of players? Like their turnover is huge. Um, to the NBA today, you have a good amount going to the NBA, and this year they'll have one or two, maybe two, at least one more. I think with Teske, I think Teske will go. We'll see. Um, but yeah, okay. So you got one point. So you're now right. at twenty. I'm now at twenty. Hit the big two. Uh, what do you think, Trevor? I should have thought of Arizona, but uh, you know we still got a six point lead. We'll see how you do on this question. All right, you offering me like five points for this question? Um, no, but I will give you a hint for okay. it. All right, let's hear it. Um, so in the All Star game. Who has the most points in a single All-Star game? Okay. And the hint is it is an active player okay. that holds that record. I think I remember. It was either Anthony Davis had a I lot. I want to say you guys brought this up yeah. last time. Wait, didn't we talk about this last time? Didn't no. we talk about this last episode? I'm pretty sure you know, I think you guys we did. did. The most points in the yeah, single Yeah, I think game. we did. Because yeah. I remember you, I said it was Anthony Davis, you and you were like, definitely no. definitely did. It wasn't. Yeah. Oh, shoot. I should have remembered that. Yeah, no. You, we talked about this last episode. We did? Yes. And it wasn't Anthony Davis, so I'm no. not going to say him, because I thought it was him originally. Do you know who it is? Do you remember? I f- have a feeling I do. Oh, shoot. Um, It might be Damian Lillard. I, th- I do I, not remember talking about this Was it Damian Lillard? Max, just give me emotion if it's Damian Lillard. He gave me the no. It is not Damian Lillard. Who was it? No, you... no helping allowed. Um. Yeah, I don't remember talking about this at all. But all right. It wasn't. I swear we talked about this because I remember I said it. Anthony Davis. He had the one. What did you want MVP? Where he got like a ton of points. Um. I feel like it wasn't Dwayne Wade. You wouldn't. Max, give me emotion. Give me emotion. Dwayne Wade. Honestly, I have no idea. I thought. We said Damian Lillard, but no, it's probably not Damian Lillard. My source is Basketball Reference, so as long as this isn't lying to me, but I'm I'm assuming it's not. Basketball Reference is usually pretty good. Yeah, no, Basketball Reference is pretty good. I no, I just remember us talking about this, and I I know it's not Anthony Davis. If I, if I didn't remember us talking about it, I would have already said Anthony Davis. So I'm happy we remember we, us talking about this. I for whatever reason I feel like it's Damian Lillard, but I don't I don't know. I can't remember. I could I could feel it being Kobe too. Um, this is they named. Well, you said it's an active player, and he's yeah. definitely not active. Um, shoot, I'll go with. I really think it's Damian Lillard. I don't. I don't know. I'm not gonna go with him because Max gave me the no go on that. I can't do that. <laughs> I can't go against his orders. I feel like Russ is another good option. I don't remember a time he scored like an enormous amount of points. Can I get Western or Eastern Conference player? <laughs> or no? Um, 
Well, what you should do is I mean, you, you should honestly, give him. Honestly, there's not a lot of contenders in the East, so like, sure, it's in the West. You okay. should you <laughs> should give him an extra point if he can get the total amount of points that they scored. Oh, there's no uh, one getting that. Yeah, I'll do that. What was it like, sixty something? I'll say it's like sixty-three. Is that correct? No, huh. it's not sixty-three. <laughs> is it sixty-one? No. Is it in the sixties? <laughs> no. Who? <laughs> What's right. your guess? Who, LeBron's who final guess? answer. LeBron. Yeah. Really? <laughs> That's incorrect. <laughs> It's Anthony Davis. Oh, no. <laughs> it's Anthony Davis. No I don't way. know why you just didn't say Anthony Davis. Because we talked about this. I thought we... We definitely did I, talk I about know. this at some point. Anthony Davis actually pretty easily has the record. He had 52 in 2017. I really thought we talked about this. Maybe we maybe we talked I'm about something sure different. pretty sure we... Oh, you know what it might have been is I think what you guys might have brought up was... Whoever scored the most amount of points and didn't win MVP or something like that. Oh, that is a good point. Oh, yeah, that might have been it. I, 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 I should have said Anthony Davis. That was my original. Because yeah, I really have. thought it was him. I should have just said that. And I just went with LeBron because I thought you were trying to trick That's me. That's a lesson right there. Go with your gut. Go with your yeah, first Yeah, I should have went with my gut. All right. Well, that, that distanced the lead now to six points. Now it is 20 to 14. All right, so we're going to go right into Randomly Ranked. Um, today for Randomly Ranked, we have our we are ranking our favorite chips. Yes. Um, and if you guys do not know what Randomly Ranked is, this is the segment where we take a completely random topic and rank it. It's very self-explanatory. <laughs> um, Max, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you... No, you know what? You're not going to go first today. I'm, I want to save the best for last. Trevor, you told me beforehand that we're going to think you're weird. So what is your top three favorite chips well nothing's gonna be weirder than not liking reese's cups so i'm i'm, I'm Honestly, all right here yeah you I'm you right did here. a good job for this episode uh, yeah, I, did, I i i've done you such a huge favor i'm in trip. the clear <laughs> you really did you said oh my i'm in the clear all right all right so number three i'm gonna start off with honey mustard pringles okay and i don't it, i know it sounds so, hold on hold on hold on no i know it sounds weird those exist but just yes they exist i've never heard of those I, I will I will buy okay. some for both of you to try. No, don't yeah. do that. <laughs> I think you will love them. <laughs> yeah, let's not do that. I'm not trying them. They, they're, they're very good. Tr- just trust me on this. I'm one. not just, going to trust, trust you. Me. All right, number two. Max, you trusted him? <laughs> no, Max gave the uh, shaking his head. <laughs> shaking the head. No. All right, number two. Right, I'm going with one. Lay's barbecue. Very ta- good. The potato very chips. good. Very good. Okay, that's you my number two. two. They're they're just yeah no they're yeah, classics. They're yeah. an OG. Number one, I'm going with another barbecue one. Good. Barbecue Pringles. I just okay, really I, like Pringles. Big Pringles guy. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I I'm do. actually. I really the thing like is, is as a potato chip, I like Pringles, but I don't. I think there's so much, so many better potato chips just as a whole. But I don't hate the take. The only problem I have with Pringles is it's so hard to reach. Like once you yes. eat like most of them, it's yes. so hard to reach on the bottom. They need yeah. to change their packaging. Or you can just Come you on, know, Pringles. Change the packaging. Use gravity. Yeah, but like. <laughs> But like then, what nobody's if like, telling you you got to stick your arm down the tube. You that's can just, true, <laughs> but then there's the risk of all the crumbs falling onto oh, he has like a the valid floor point. or the table, like wherever you're eating them. At. He has a I very mean, valid point. I guess point. I don't know. I, I my first reaction is to you know use my hand, which is bigger than the circle, <laughs> and catch everything that comes out. It's not like it's an avalanche still. of chip crumbs that are. I don't know, but I, think I get it's a yo, bit of I get problem. I no, I get that. Yeah, I get yeah. that. They can easily have like a little spring at the bottom that you just kind of like push them up, and, like, like a push pop. I don't yeah, even exactly honey mustard pringles. Okay, I'm gonna get into my top three. For my number three, I'm gonna go with a restaurant around here called Beckett's. One 
best restaurants in Bowling Green. Their house chips are fabulous. Really, mm. really good. And maybe this is a little weird. I highly recommend dipping them in barbecue sauce. That is a highly recommend. So good. And their barbecue sauce is great. Number two, I'm going to go with Oots chips, just their normal potato chips. Have, it, have either of you had Oots? I don't even know what that is. Oots? Oots. Yes. I'm just saying it wrong. Yeah. Have you had Oots yes. chips? Wait, how's it spelled? U-T-Z. U-T-Z. Z. Yeah, Z. Z. Really, really just solid chips. Like, just really good. Wait, they're just like normal I mean, they have different flavors, but I'm saying the ones that I'm talking about here. The specific brand of Oots chips. Which, really, their barbecue is great, too. I mean, barbecue chips are the best. They make like a bunch of, they have like pretzels and stuff. So if you had to partake... If you had to pick a particular flavor, you'd go with the barbecue. Well, just chips or... and why don't we be a little patient here? Well, I'm let me saying... get to my number one. Okay, uh, my number <laughs> one specific. is literally any barbecue chip. Just I love That's barbecue chips. Not specific. Uh, my number one is barbecue chips as a whole. Um, if I had to go with one, I would say I don't know. Oots is good. I like Lay's a lot. All those are good. All right, Max. Yeah. If you had to pick one chip, Ruffles all dressed potato chips. Oh Ooh. yeah. Okay. Wow, you had that on. You had that loaded up. Yeah. Those are, uh, all by far the all best. All dressed. All dressed. It's uh, they are native to Canada, but you can get them here. They sell them, you know, on campus and stuff here. Uh, it's a basically it's a combination of barbecue, salt and vinegar, um, and I want to say one other flavor, sour cream and onion. I think. Hmm. Personally, I don't like a lot of those, but I think I could see how that would be sounds, a good chip. It's yeah. very good. good. Yeah. Very good. Because I'm not like a big sour cream Big guy. fan of the ridged chips. Ooh, the, see, the rigid Russell chips. I don't like that take. Ridged, I do not enjoy. Mm. I think just a classic potato chip, nice and smooth. Yeah. All good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's move on over to uh, a brand, well, not brand new, but it's a newer segment that we've had called uh, Trevor's Corner. And Trevor... Hopefully you got some good stuff for us today. I'm ready to just hang out and just listen for a couple minutes. <laughs> All right. So uh, today I want to talk about college basketball because, you know, we, we're going to talk about college basketball a little bit later, but we haven't talked about it a ton, I feel like, the past few weeks. So I really just want to give out some of my thoughts. And unfortunately, I haven't gotten to watch as much as I would like to. But nevertheless, um, I love college basketball. It's my favorite sport out of the, you know, between the NBA, the NFL, college football. So March Madness is also coming up in about a month. Selection yep. Sunday is one month from today. Is it one month? Um, wow, that's crazy. I believe. Or, like, I think it's, I don't know if it's the day, but, like, four Sundays from today. Okay. Um, so the first thing, so Virgi- the first thing that is shocking, I'm looking at right now Joe Lenardi's Bracketology from Friday, and Virginia is an 11 seed in this bracket. Now, Virginia... I think in the last like five or six years, they've been either a one or two seed. Just they're always they've been a great regular season team um, historically uh, in the past five or six years. So very shocking to see that they've really not been themselves this year. Obviously, they lost um, a lot of talent. They lost Kyle Guy, DeAndre Hunter, and uh, Ty Jerome. So some big losses. But I think Virginia's still a really solid team. And I still think that if they're eleven seed, like if you're the six seed playing eleven seed Virginia, that's not a good situation for you. Can I say? butt in just really quick? Because yes. I promise I'll take one second. I don't want to yes. interrupt Trevor's corner because it's normally all gold. I'm just looking at Joe Lenardi's bracket right here that, that you have up. I want to read off the Cleveland teams that we have yeah. uh, here. So uh, can, can you read off the, the first one? Because I don't want to go away from my mic. 
Who do we have as that that the two right seed? There. Yeah, the, who's the two seed? In okay, the... so the two seed in this bracket, yeah, uh, this is, is Dayton. Yeah, and who are they playing? And they are playing 15 seed Bowling Green. In Great, this so that would be awesome. And that's in yes. where? Where is that? That is in Cleveland. All right, so can you scroll back down a little bit? A whole two hours uh, drive. Can you for tell us me from BG who's playing in that one? Yeah, who's the other game in Cleveland? Three seed West Virginia yep. is playing 14 seed Wright State in this bracket. So this, I so mean, this bracket just I, would be amazing. Amazing. Now and amazing. it's in Cleveland. That's two hours to yes. us. That would be a perfect Cleveland. go-to. We would just spend the day there. Absolutely. All right, please continue. I, I needed to point that out. Absolutely. I thought it was worthy. We need. Hopefully we need you don't mind. Bowling Green in Cleveland, uh, West Virginia in Cleveland, and, and for Ben and Dayton and for Ben, Cleveland. yeah, Dayton for, and for uh, live students member Ben O'Brien who is not here. Feel better, Ben. We got to. We got to. Yes. Wish ben a, a, feel better. A, a quick recovery. Hopefully we can have him next Sunday. Yes. You know what I think we, we need should do? for tomorrow I think, night. I think we should incorporate a segment with Ben, where Ben just gives us a statement of the day. Statement of the day, just just a one line. Because I feel done. like Ben tells me some information every day, where I'm like, "Wow, that was pretty cool." Yeah. What do you think, Max? Thoughts? Is that would that interest you? Yeah. We'd have to test it out with him. You yeah. know, see. But he probably doesn't even want to do it. He's, yeah, he's probably like, I don't really care. All right, please continue. I promise no more interruptions. <laughs> um, but anyway, that would be the perfect scenario. Um, another yep. team that really stands out for me is Texas Tech. Like, Texas Tech, I think, is like a dark horse. Um, it, like, if they stay, right now they would be a six seed um, because their record isn't the greatest. They do have a tough schedule and they play in the Big 12. But Texas Tech is a team I would not want to play. And they're a team, you know, kind of outside, like, the top 10. Um, where, like, teams who you could say, oh, yeah, like Gonzaga, Baylor, Kansas, they're all going to be in the mix. Texas Tech is another team who I think really could be a dark horse, yeah. could make the Final Four again. I would not be surprised if they did. Um, so Texas Tech, Chris Beard just doing a phenomenal job there. Um, also, I, I remember talking about uh, Temple at, at, for one particular podcast and how I really like them because I watched one particular game where <laughs> Temple played well. Temple has not been great a- <laughs> after that, um, unfortunately. So although I thought they were going to be really good, has not really worked out. Um, they haven't been so great. Um, we got your boys in blue, Michigan, the Wolverines yep. right now projected as an eight seed. Yeah. You know, they're playing, they're pretty inconsistent. Yes. Just like Ohio state, but just like Michigan state. What did I say before we started the podcast on Michigan? That's what they're, that's what they're projected to be. I, it's actually slightly it's, better. It's, I, they were a fringe tournament team at the beginning of the year. So I, I, I do not agree with that. However, I mean, I, I, I mean, thought, they were, they were RPI'd at like 50, right. like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's. That's fringe tournament. If you think about that's it, that's true. Think about how many bids there they are. That's are, a fringe tournament team. They are slightly exceeding expectations, yes. though. I think they're maybe slightly underperforming from what I thought they would. See, be. the thing is, though, is like Isaiah Livers has been hurt for yes. many games. Ex- Xavier Simpson exactly. has uh, exactly. suspended. So I, I, in my opinion, 100%. I think they've done well for the year, um, considering how they were supposed to do. Now, well, we'll talk about it in a minute. A hundred percent. So, so Michigan, if they can get Livers back, and do you know exactly he's when he's going? He's, he's back. He's back. Yeah, okay. Yeah. He played last game. All right, so so that's good because I think when he gets healthy, I think they'll definitely. I mean, they're they're not gonna like make a run, but like they'll be at least a formidable team that can maybe you know win a game in the tournament. Yeah. And, and you know, Michigan's always I think a the, tough out. Yeah, the good thing about good Michigan defense. is that they're they're kind of old. Um, yeah. They they have a they're freshman one freshman starting, um, but besides that, they all their guys, even their guys that come off the bench, most of them are not young. They've been right. in this situation before as a team who. Well, last year they played really well, especially towards the end and the year before. But I, I think that they're used to playing in the tournament, and they have a lot of older guys like on their team starting. But please continue. Right. Um. And and another thing for, like all you like obviously people that play a lot of brackets and maybe you're looking for like sleeper teams, upset potential picks. Vermont is a yeah. solid pick, and 
historically they've been a solid pick. And I think, again, this year, they're another team who you want to watch out for. They're probably going to be like a 12 seed, assuming they do uh, win their conference tournament because mm-hmm. they're definitely the best team in the America East. So Vermont is a team, if you want a sleeper, if you want like one of those 512, maybe a 413, Vermont is a team to watch out for um, and make sure to try to watch them when, yeah. once we get to their conference tournament because they're definitely a team that you know uh, would be a good pick for that that first game as an upset. Yeah. Is that is that was that Trevor's corner for today? So yeah, that is Trevor's corner. Do you want for to do today. the outro? Go ahead, do the outro for your segment. That is Trevor's corner for today, and uh, join us next week again, where I can give <laughs> other you know random and you know some bad, some good takes. No, all good takes, all good takes. Well, They're all good takes. Temple one was bad. I mean, not <laughs> that was so. a while ago. You corrected it today. We all have bad takes, uh, including myself. Um, all right, so let's move on to our main topics. Uh, we're going to kind of start off in the NBA today. Uh, so Trevor. We're at the All Star break. It's not halfway through the you know the season, but you know it's it's the breakage point of the season. How is the NBA standing to you at the moment? You know, how are you liking uh, the season so far, and how do you think things are going to shape up in the second half? So before the season started, I imagined that this was going to be like one of my favorite NBA seasons like ever. I thought yeah, it was going to be like one that. of the best, and I've talked about this, and I don't know if it's quite where I thought it would be. But I think that's I think the main reason for that is because of injuries. Steph Curry obviously is injured. Klay Thompson is out. Kevin Durant's out. Zion he's now back, so I think that will help. But he was injured for a lot of you know like the first part yep. of the year. So I think that's kind of hurt it. But I think it's really gonna you know kind of ramp up as we get closer to the playoffs. And I think the playoffs are still going to be awesome. So I have a question to propose: Is the NBA better with the Golden State Warriors healthy, with all three of their people for whatever they have? Is the NBA better with them healthy? Because how you were saying is there's a lot of injuries, and you, you mentioned them. Which I know there's more than right. that. I'm just saying is the NBA better with the Golden State Warriors? Because I actually um, have a take. I, I think I have a hot take on this, actually. Well, so so with Kevin Durant, they were, to me, too dominant. And I wanted to see kind of yeah, more of a for sure. open playing field. Yeah. You know? yeah. And I felt like with Kevin Durant, Steph, Draymond, and Clay, that they were just too dominant. I yeah. didn't really like that. But without Kevin Durant... Yeah, I I want them healthy. I want this team currently constructed fully healthy because I think they'd be a contender, but they wouldn't be an overpowering force because they don't have you know one of the two best players in the world on their team and Kevin Durant. Second anymore. best player in the world. One of the one of the two or three. We the, could we could the debate second it. or third best player in the world. Know. He's not number one. But regardless, they don't have him, so they're not going to yeah. be a dominant force. It, I actually agree with you. I I thought it'd be a little bit more of a hot take, but I think the NBA is better with the Golden State Warriors. You know, it's it's sad to say, it's similar to the Patriots. I'm not trying to clown you at all. I'm saying similar to the Patriots. When we were younger, there's a lot of Patriots fans who are our age because when we were younger, they were so good. And I think as a whole, people in general are more interested in the NBA when there's great teams. So as much as I, I, I don't hate the Warriors, but as much as I hate the fact that they have all these all-stars and even with Durant, they're better for the NBA. And it's from a non-biased perspective that I'm trying to say this. So I think you're right in the sense, you know, we have Durant injured. Uh, Kyrie was injured for, is Kyrie back? Kyrie's back. Yeah, he, yeah. he's back. So, um, you know, Kyrie being hurt for some of the first part, Zion hurt. So I think you're right in a sense. I think that the season hasn't lived up. I, I didn't have the expectations you did. I still didn't think the NBA regular season would be that great at all. And I also didn't think this would be like an amazing, amazing season. I think it, come playoff time, it will be amazing because I think we have a couple teams here that are really good. Um, we have the Bucks. I think the Raptors are still pretty good. Um, obviously, we have the Clippers and Lakers. You know, there's there's a couple teams I think that have uh, done well um, that I think will will be challenges. I mean, you look at the Jazz and the Nuggets. I mean, the West, those top five teams in the West, but besides the Lakers, they're like 
the top five teams are like three games apart or something, three and a half games apart. Yeah. So you know it's it's close. Uh, so it, it's interesting. I always find it interesting when people are like, "Oh, the West is so much better," and I think in a sense it is. But like if you look at like the worst teams in the West, like the bottom or in the East, yeah, like the bottom teams are like terrible. Don't get me wrong. And there's less bad teams in the West, but like the top teams in the East, 46, 40 wins, 38, 35. In the West, it's 41, 38, 37, 36. They're right next. I mean, they're, it's they're the same number of caves pretty much. Yeah. So it's it's interesting that I think we have this discussion every year. And there's definitely a lot of worse teams in the East, but overall the top half is they're relatively similar. Yeah, and to that point, I would just say that the West is still better, but I think it's becoming closer. Like yes. it's, the gap is closing, and I think next year it's going to become even more like close because Kevin Durant's yeah, going to return. Durant coming back, and then yeah. the Nets are going to be really solid. Yeah. Um. So I, you know, I th- I think it, it'll be interesting to see how this you know turns out next year. But I'm I can tell you I I am more excited about these playoffs than anyone that I've been from a yeah. non-biased perspective because like right. when the Cavs were good, I was really excited. But from a non-biased perspective, I am very very excited for these coming playoffs because I think there yes. are a lot of good teams. I'm, I'm I really want to see that Clippers Lakers matchup. You mm-hmm. know when, when we get to that point. So I, I think that'll be super fun to watch. I, I did not agree with you. I did not think the regular season would be that interesting, even with Zion but and like, all these guys. comparatively to other— Because you don't really like the NBA regular season in general. But people like, no in general what. don't like the NBA regular season. They think it's right. too long. But I'm so, saying, like, if you like if you like the NBA regular season, I would say that you probably think this season, like, expectations-wise, was going to be better than past regular I can take seasons. That. I can take that take. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's let's move on. Uh, we want to kind of get into All Star Night. We're, we're kind of inching towards the end of the podcast here, so we, we might be ending soon. Um, but let's talk about uh, yesterday, the events that conspired on Saturday of All Star Weekend. Um, first, we had the skills competition, and as it is every year, I think this is a trash competition that should not be involved. Um, I'm very uninterested in this competition. I mean, it's in my sense, I, I think it's so dumb. Like we're, we're competing to watch which player dribbles better, makes one pass, makes a layup, then a three pointer. Everyone in the NBA can do this. This is not an impressive feat. I don't think anything is happening here that is like super amazing. Which we'll talk about the one v one tournament that has been proposed. Well, not proposed by fans, I should say. I don't think this was really proposed. Maybe and it was. Players, CJ McCollum talked about it on the podcast. Okay. So I, I think some people want this to happen. Um, yeah, do you have what? What did you think of just the skills competition? We'll get into the one v one in a little bit, but what did you think about the skills competition? Yeah, it's not great. It's just not really. Interest- I'm bored by not it. Not all that yeah. interesting. Like we've seen it so many times. Um, yeah, it doesn't really mm-hmm. interest I'm, me. I'm not interested in something that I believe I could do. I, they're not doing any like super great basketball move in this competition. They're just shooting a three pointer, and they're better than that, at that than I am. I understand that, but I'm saying nothing there is like like super duper impressive. Like I remember like ten years ago, those guys would whip through that the like the obstacle course yeah. and now it's just like they're just kind of jogging not that fun to watch. now let's move to the three-point competition this is something i can definitely not do i'm still very interested in the three-point competition I, I i still thought it was a great one i love that it came down to the end um with buddy healed winning what, what did you think trevor I, I enjoyed this one yeah i thought it was decent i mean the three-point competition is always something i look forward to it's just kind of a staple and um yeah so i thought it was pretty good um I was rooting for Duncan Robinson, as as so I, I think you were. Yep. Um, I was, I was looking for a Miami Heat sweep. We didn't quite get that. But, um, yeah, I always like the three-point contest. Um, I don't know. What do you think about they had the new Mountain Dew? It sucks. Um, you don't you don't like that? No. Just please do. Just do you normal. You know what? It's funny. I, they were talking I about— I agree. 
Dwayne Wade and all of them were talking on Red Team. They were talking right before about how the three-point competition has stayed consistent every single year and how it's been pretty good. And it is. It's not yeah. It's not the greatest competition okay. we have out there, but, but I'm, it's, I'm entertained yeah. by it. I still really enjoy it. And, of course, they go in and mess it up. Like It's kind of funny. I mean, they were talking two minutes before that, and then they announced the do spots. And I was like, why are we doing this? I'm like... Come on, we they don't need to. They don't need to do it to make it more entertaining. I understand it's you know advertisement, work business majors. We understand that, but I I don't like it very much. What do, what do you think? Do you like it? I mean, I don't really like it. I mean, they're trying to evolve in the three point contest. We do see kind of like because the skills competition, like we see the same thing every year. And for the three point, maybe I think we kind of do too. But like I somehow I like it better. I agree. And I still like but it. Again, I don't know. I think this exactly goes back. Why. Like I don't have an explanation. This goes back to the fact that I like it so much. I think it goes back to the fact that the three pointers made me and you could not do that many. We couldn't. That takes talent. Really, really. I mean, they're they're the best athletes in the world. The skills competition. I I think anyone in a sense could do. Obviously, we might not be able to do it quite as good as them. But like if I tried, yeah. how long do you think it would take me to hit fifteen of? Well, I don't know how many balls they shoot. Twenty five three-pointers or however many points it would take me I, I, would, I wouldn't be able to do it there's no way I just wouldn't be able to do it yeah I think the skills competition is something that I could do I mean you get lucky in the three-point shot if you make that on your first try and you hit it in the in you know you pass it in I, I think most people can do that it's not something that specifically NBA players can do so the closer we get to something that only NBA players have the talent for that's what I'm super interested in and the three-point competition and dunk contest there's I could never do any of those things yeah and the thing about the three-point competition too is you it's it's not the same every year because the players are different every year. And with the skills challenge, like you mentioned, every single player in the NBA can do that. Yes. So there's really no reason and, for them to change. Yeah. Like, it doesn't like, matter. You can't put Bam Adebayo at, at the three-point conference yeah. and expect him to, to come even close to winning. But exactly. you could put—and the thing is, is like they're always saying, oh, it used to be this is a guards competition. But it's not. It's, it's whoever yeah. can hit the pass first and shoot a three-pointer first. That's mm-hmm. what the competition yeah. is. It doesn't even matter how you do the rest of it. And it doesn't even necessarily reflect, like, who is the best skills at all. It's just kind of like, oh, you, yeah. you get lucky and you hit—well, not necessarily lucky, but, like, you hit one pointer versus someone doesn't. Exactly. Let's let's move to the dunk contest because I want to get to the dunk contest yes. quickly. I know we have stuff to talk about there and quickly talk about the one one. Maybe we'll save this for next week. Should we just save it for next week? I, I think we can talk about it. Okay, we can go a little longer. We're we're good. Okay, fine. Uh, <laughs> um, so dunk contest, dunk contest. I thought was great uh, up until obviously the controversial ending. So here's here's what I propose. And we talked about this before, uh, Max. I want to know what you think too. Um, I, I was fine with who they picked to go to the finals. I agreed. Dwight Howard was one of the worst contestants yeah. I've ever seen. Um, and Pat Connington, who I was rooting for, he was drafted by the Orioles, so I was rooting for him. I, I like that he did the white man can't jump stuff. The final round was the final couple rounds were a little bit interesting. Uh, the first round of dunks, they did three rounds of dunks. The first round of dunks, whatever they tied, I'm cool with that. All right, they both did good dunks, whatever. Second round, I thought Derek Jones Jr. clearly had a better dunk because. Um, Aaron Gordon basically copied the, the first round's dunk. Um, and I love the fact that it was super new. We have not seen something like that where he threw it off the backboard, caught it in between his legs, went around, and dunked it. So I thought that was super interesting. I thought he should have won that round, and it should have been over there. Obviously, they tied again, went to the last round. In the last round, Aaron Gordon decided to dunk over 7-foot, 6-inch taco fall. Something, I mean, Derek Jones could probably do something similar, but he didn't. He didn't do that. Aaron Jones did. And Aaron Jones, or Aaron Jones, Aaron excuse me, Gordon. Aaron Gordon lost that round. So I thought he should have won that round. And that's why people were so upset. And I'm upset that people booed. It was like, who, like, it doesn't matter that much. And you shouldn't knock the fact, like, Derek Jones still had a great competition. He still played really, really well. Um, and, you know, he, his dunks were great. It, we shouldn't be booing. But I sh- do believe that Aaron Gordon should have won that last round. 
So what what is your take on this? I, I think they went too long, and they need to have some sort of centralized, like, rule system for dunks. So in my opinion, a 10, you get it on your first try, and it's impressive enough to be a 10. Nine is something that is really, really impressive, but maybe you don't get it on your first try. You get it on your first try, it's not super-duper impressive. Something like that. They just need to have some sort of set-in-place rules to define, because we can't just have judges doing whatever. Like, the 10s are too easily given out, and I, I think, yeah. like— there's no set system. Like, should we just? I think we should just put, hey, five is an average dunk, and you know, you go below, it's it's below average. You go above, it's above average. I I just think there needs to be some sort of system in place that judges can define dunks off of, because then we don't have people upset at the end. Right. So I think like the scoring system is obviously really complicated, and, and the judges were very inconsistent in the dunk contest yesterday. See, and now when I, so I like watched the highlights because I didn't watch it live, but I watched the highlights. So I saw every dunk of the contest and I scored it live. Like I scored it based not on like scale 110, I based it scale 1 to 50. So like I would give, you know, Derek Jones Jr. maybe a 42 for his first dunk. And I, I ended up going through the whole thing, scored it out. And I thought Aaron Gordon in the first round, I, I had him. At, the first round of the finals. No, the first round gotcha, in gotcha. general. Yeah. I thought Aaron Gordon was slightly better than Derrick Jones because Derrick Jones's first dunk was not that great. Yes. Um, which kind of brought him down a little bit. But then in the final round, I had Derrick Jones Jr. There were four dunks, so I had Derrick Jones Jr. 195, Aaron Gordon 193. That's why I scored it. So I thought Der- Derrick Jones um, was slightly better, but it, it was very close. But I thought he was slightly better. I thought, the, as you mentioned, the off-the-backboard dunk when the— uh, the person he jumped yeah, over. That was the most the impressive backboard. dunk. I thought that was the most impressive yes. dunk. And I thought Derek Jones Jr. was so, slightly better. Yes. So in, again, I think we agree. He should have won that round. I think what was wrong is that they went into the final round and he did not win the final round. And did he win the final round to you? Um, I'm trying to, I forget exactly what. See, so the thing with the Taco Fall dunk, and yes, it was very impressive. All of, um, first of all, just real quick, all of these dunks are impressive. Yes, they're all There's very not impressive. one that is not impressive. We're not discussing it in that sense. We're discussing it impressive in the sense of an NBA player in a dunk contest. Right, but like, I don't think that was Aaron Gordon's best dunk. I like simply jumping over Taco, and yes, he's seven six, and and I get it. But simply jumping over someone and doing a two hand dunk, you know, he kind of pushed him down a little bit. He, I, he I don't want to push him down a little bit. No, no, he didn't push Taco him down. Taco kind of lowered his head a little bit. I'm not trying I to think, like downgrade it by any means. It's, I think it's Taco, impressive, no matter what. I think what. If, if anyone was doing, if if Aaron Gordon. If Aaron Gordon was I dunking, literally think that was just a reaction from Taco I agree. So Fall. that's what I was about to get to. I think if anyone dunks over me, I don't care if they clear me by a foot, and I'm not a tall person, as you guys yeah. know, I still would dunk. I would still I, I would nod my head below. Yeah. I think that's his reaction. So I don't it's, think he. That's yeah. why I thought it was so impressive. Is because I think that he cleared. Let's just say this: he still cleared seven feet three inches. Okay, like right. I mean, it's still amazing. So no, 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 I, it's amazing. It's just like I really like the creativity aspect, and I feel like. You know, like it's like that dunk was solely based on how high can you jump. And I thought like his other dunk where he did, um, it was like some kind of reverse. I forget exactly which one it was, but I thought that was Aaron Gordon's best dunk. Where he did like um, the reverse tornado thing. Or was that Derek Jones? Derek Jones did the tornado, okay. which was also, I thought, yeah, I thought that was great. a 50. Yeah. Um, but Aaron Gordon had a different one that was kind of like a reverse. And I thought that was his best dunk. So I think ultimately the problem is the inconsistency because yes. – Aaron Gordon got a 47 on the, the talk of fall dunk. And I think um, someone else in one of the first rounds, like maybe Pat Clinton or or some, or Dwight, I think Dwight Howard did like a horrible dunk and he got like a 48. 
or something. Dwight Howard was Dwight so Howard, bad. Dwight Howard got like a really good score for a bad dunk. <laughs> Dwight Howard went out there to perform. Yeah. He went out, put on the superhero cape, then did a dunk that I'm pretty sure anyone <laughs> in NBA could do. He just went out and just dunked it one. I think the suit. I think the su- did he get a fifty for the one with the Superman cape? Maybe I don't know. It's he, it's because he put Kobe on there. Like it was it a very nice it gesture. It wasn't that good though. No, no, it wasn't a good dunk. It wasn't a good dunk. It was a very nice gesture. He got a higher score and the refs, than... or not the refs. Excuse me, the the uh, yeah. the graders. Like Dwight Wade said, he's like, yeah, it was. We gave it for the message, which is great and all. So. I don't know. Let's let's move on. We're, we're, we're close to the end of time here. You want? I think we should save the topic for for next time. It'll be fun to talk about next episode. We'll go more in depth next episode. <laughs> Thoughts. All right. All right. All right. All right. We'll, all right we'll, we'll let's go to our quick prediction. We'll close out the episode today. We'll go into uh, our our conversation on um, the one on one competition because I think we could go really in depth about this. Okay. Uh, so we'll go into next episode. Quick prediction, Trevor. What do you have? Um, I have Baylor, who is twenty, I believe twenty three and one now. They they only have one loss. They're number one team in the country. They play Kansas at home next Saturday. I believe they will beat Kansas at home. All right. Um, I forgot to write a quick prediction down, so I'm gonna make one up on the fly. Um, and it's gonna be about Michigan State, who is seventeen and nine. I was in. I want to point out, I made an incredibly stupid take at the beginning of the year that was super biased about how I thought Michigan State was not good, which I actually did not think they were as good as projected, but I didn't think they'd be this bad. Which they aren't bad, but they're they, they're doing a lot worse than they. I mean, they were the number one team in the nation, AP, you know, poll at the beginning of the year, and now they are unranked, um, and they just lost to Maryland at home. Uh, so they play this coming week. They play. It looks like Nebraska. What what's what's the date today? It's the sixteenth. Sixteenth. So they play Nebraska this coming week on the twentieth, and I think they lose that game because why not? That's my quick prediction because no one likes Michigan State. Do you like Hot Michigan State, State Max? I mean, I don't really. Max said he hates Michigan State. <laughs> no, 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 you're good. Thank you, Max. Thank you. Thank you. That's all. That's all the time for today. All right. Uh, thank you all so much for listening to today's episode. Um, we really, really, really appreciate it. Please follow us all on Twitter and the Small Baller Podcast at Small Baller Pod. Um, we are also on six podcasting platforms right now. Let's see if I can name them all. Trevor, can you name them all? Because I don't even think I told you the sixth one. All the six platforms. Yeah, you can name five. I think. Let's see if you can name. So five. we are on Apple Podcasts. One. We are on Spotify. Two. We are on Google Play. Three. We are on TuneIn. Four. We are on. Uh, Here's the hard ones. Um. We are on. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm just gonna jump in. We're on Stitcher. Stitcher. That's, yes. Yes. And we are also on Deezer. That is the Deezer. new one we are on. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I heard about it. I was like, okay. eh, we'll throw it on there. Why not? So. If you uh, don't listen on an Apple device, you have plenty of places you can go to. TuneIn is a great app. Uh, we like them a lot. They, they do good work. You want Google Play? Go go slap on Google Play, okay? Yeah, no reason not to listen. There's no reason not to listen. Six podcasting platforms. Um, so, you know, give us a five-star review and leave us a review. We love to hear from you guys. So, uh, yeah, tweet at us. Send us thoughts, comments. Uh, tell Trevor that uh, Sour – I don't even remember. What did he say, Max, about Sour Patch Kids being – Sour Patch Kids are garbage in movies. He, he eats them <laughs> at the movie theaters. Yeah, that was super weird. So, uh, but uh, that, I think about the, Reese's Cups. The honey, oh, the, yeah, let's not forget. No, no. <laughs> Max think, doesn't like. I think the honey mustard Pringles is weirder than not liking Reese's. No, no, not liking Reese's is, is the weirdest thing I've heard in, in a long time since the Sour Patch Kid incident. <laughs> all right, well, thank <laughs> you guys all so much for listening today, and we'll hope to see you next time. Go Falcons.